Hello and welcome to Content, the show where we talk about good bits and have hot eps. Um, Omar eps. Oh, can, can we say we have hot eps now at the front of the second episode? Because right now it's only singular. We have, we have hot ep, and then as I as the episode progresses, I can say more of the S as we go. I'm really interested to see you do that. <laughs> it like fills in from the bottom. <laughs> you know like this like like something like like literally pouring liquid into pretty much anything yeah pretty much okay yeah welcome to content as uh as david said i'm richie and that's right i did say that (laughs) i guess i took his uh his intro um yeah so um i on today's episode think and i'm not entirely certain but i think i want to come to you asking for advice okay um i have recently moved to another location this is right and am entering another quote-unquote job we could say getting your md yeah no no not that Mm -hmm. um and i think you know uh, when i graduated high school and moved on to college there's this moment where you realize okay i do i like have this opportunity to reinvent myself and you don't have to do like a total 180 on every single stance and belief and thing that you are but you can sort of pick and choose and be like all right you know i used to be the person who did this and maybe i don't want to be that anymore so i'm just not gonna start it's clean slate right you got what i'm saying sure you're trying to find you know you're you're, uh, you're, what's what's the pepsi cola of your personality it's your brain I, okay, sure. You're a tab man. Let's find my Pepsi Cola. You like tab? Uh huh. Like Mr. Pib spicy cherry soda? No, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Mr. Pib. He and I didn't get <laughs> no, along very well. Hipster. And that's not that's not something that I'm willing to negotiate as I enter this new chapter of my life. Um, well, so figure the brand deals, Richie. I we don't have those yet. I again, <laughs> but, I don't. But I, think of them don't want to start plugging things that don't give us money i just i it's it feels like it there's some weird opportunity cost in that that i'm not that doesn't sit well with me i'll do it even if you don't <laughs> uh okay and i'll keep calling you out on it so first and i think i think this is the most important thing um what i'm looking for now is some kind of new hobby because uh, during our orientation, you know, you're chatting up with some professors and some grad students, and everyone says, you know, when you go into grad school, you got it. You got to have a hobby that's it's not like your work, it's not your studies, it's not your research. It's got to be something totally different. So that when things aren't going right in 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 research town, you can hop in your little hobby car and drive off to Hobbyville. Hobby and... Hobby Hobby Town. No, it's they changed the name. There was a vote from the. Hobby Town is an actual store. Well, no. Okay, you're plugging. Stop. <laughs> you, get what I'm, money. you get what I'm saying, though. There needs to be a hobby that's completely not associated with what I do in my professional career that I can fall back on when research isn't panning out or things aren't going well or, or, or something. So I've been looking at options. Actually, um, it's just gut reaction right now. Lightning. Any ideas? Oh, I already got it for you. I thought of it. I thought you, of it a while ago. I want. I get. I get to say yes or no. I want to no, make that don't. 
clear here. I, this is this is. I'm seeking advice. I'm not handing over the reins. All right. So so, what did you say to me before? Which one? You said you said gotta have gotta have a hobby. You gotta know, have a hobby. Yeah. You gotta gotta have my pops. No. Okay. You your hobby is. Uh huh. You invent breakfast cereals. Okay. Now I have a couple of logistical questions because um, if I'm going to be sort of devoting all of my free time to this, am I actually going to make these breakfast cereals? Like like create them, cook them, mix them, put them in a, a, a box, design the box? Or is it is it like the – am I the idea man? You know? Well, I mean how much do you want to invest in the hobby? You know, because as, as a starter, you know, ideas are cheap, right? But but if you want to go and you want to execute on this stuff, that's it's gonna take a bit of you know a bit of capital investment. You get some venture capital funding. You know, get a get a startup going on. You worked at a startup once or twice. I did. Um, is there venture capital funding available for s- new cereals? Maybe is like General Mills gonna be my angel investor? You know, the, the, General, General Mills has been dead for centuries. Exactly, he can be my angel investor. Oh, you're right. <laughs> See, I'm not even thinking. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm so off tonight. It's fine. Um, but okay, so here's what I don't like about that, especially now that we're immediately trying to productize and capitalize off of my hobby financially, which we have to because it's sure. America. I, you're asking me to go up against the captain. You're asking me to go up against Toucan Sam. You're asking me to go up against um, Colonel Sanders. Lucky. Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Is his name just Lucky? It's, lucky. it's, just, it's just Lucky. Yeah, okay. You're asking me to go up against him. Like, we're talking about... I don't know. When I'm thinking of a hobby that I want to join, I want to be standing on the shoulders of the giants that preceded me and looking out and taking their knowledge and using it to improve myself. I don't want those giants to then, like, swat their shoulders and have me fall off of them. Okay, here's, here's a better one then for you. Rather than new zero creator... Uh-huh. Serial remixer. This segues <laughs> this segues into something. So cause cause okay. Grape nuts, right? Yeah. What's the counterpart to nuts? What? What's what's the counterpart to nuts? I have no idea where you're going with this. Grapefruits. Okay fine for the sake of your joke so is there a problem with this i don't think so, so. i think it's going to cost a significantly larger amount of capital to try and genetically engineer cereal bit sized grapefruits or really any fruit than it is to try and just like bake a new cereal make corn flakes too Huh? <laughs> did you say bake a new cereal? Bake a new cereal. I don't know what you. Do. I don't know how you make cereal. You do bake it sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I mean, we already have product, ni- product nineteen, so you can make product twenty. That's a good idea. I like. I I like product nineteen. I have I. I don't know if I've had it. <laughs> I think I've had it. It sounds like it sounds like you know the the Soviet bloc country of cereals. It does. I actually, I wanted to go into that disagreeing with you, but like, <laughs> but you can't. I can't. No. Um, I actually, there's a. It's um, 
I was getting too bogged down in all these super hyper sugary, like, kid-oriented cereals. But now that you mention Product 19, you're showing me, like, this entire other category that we could aim to capture, and I like that. I wonder what we can do with that. Um, so actually, actually, let's, let's cross off another bit that I was going for. Uh, over the past two days, I, I recently moved into a new house. I don't have a lot of time to, to get stock a fridge, to get some, some, some pasta to cook, to, you know, whatever. So for the past, I've been eating out, you know, as you do when you're still trying to, it's, to it's only polite, after. figure out the game. Exactly. Hmm. Um, I did. Okay. Uh, so yesterday, I had a falafel burrito, and today, I had oh, yes. a falafel pizza. Yep, this is true. I saw so, a picture. So falafel breakfast cereal. How are we gonna what? do it? Okay. What are you gonna call it? Mm, no, I I I want to work the other way. I want to have a product. Okay. I want to have a thing, and I want to move backwards from or upwards from that um okay so so you let's know those, fit, the, those, fit, um, fit the glove to the hand not the hand to the glove you know the special k craves can i just pause for a second special k and product 19 yeah you're right wow um mm, unit alpha do you know the craves Yes. Cereal? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's like a little there, pillow with some, with some goop inside? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Falafel cereal. It's falafel pillows with hummus inside. Okay. Hell yes. Um, I, when you're done, the again. milk is hummus. Oh, God. So you you actually hinted at what my concern was going to be. I am a heathen, and I don't pour milk into my cereal. I just I gotta have that crunch. I gotta have that crisp. Gotta have my crunch. I gotta have the interior of my mouth ripped to shreds every time I, I finish a bowl. I I just I just can't I can't have milk in it. I have milk on the side. Uh, I, what? I I have a glass of milk that I can drink. It's breakfast. Uh, okay. Otherwise, it's not part of a complete audience. Breakfast. Please write us PO Box nine zero two one zero Beverly Hills, California nine zero two one zero. That you think Richie is wrong about the way he eats his cereal. Please, it's fine. It's fine. No, you can, have, you can have opinions on my opinions. I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm just. Saying I'm it's saying it's the wrong way. way. Well, I whose whose hobby is this? I'm telling you what the hobby is, which is yeah, cereal but... mixing. Yeah, but I have to I have to take it and have it my own. Anyway, as I was as I was getting for, I don't like the idea of trying to market a cereal that you cannot pour milk into. And originally, I thought this was just going to be a bowl of regular sized falafel stuffed with hummus with milk poured over it, which wouldn't be okay. Um, so I was removing the milk from the equation. Clearly, you had other thoughts. Now tell me, how does milk become hummus? Well, the hummus is like a powder, like a dried hummus. And you mix it with milk, and it makes a hummus. One hummus. <laughs> yeah. You, or baba ganoush. Do you think it's okay to eat an entire bowl of hummus every morning? Well, it's not that much hummus. Like, if you think about how much milk is up there when you're done with your cereal, 
It's not like that none, much. None. It's zero. Well, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. We talked about this. <laughs> There's hummus powder at the bottom of the bowl, and you pour the milk in when you're done, and you, and you get some, you know, some some pretzel thins, and you whip, you know, oh. whip, up, whip up the hummus. Oh God, we've been wrong this whole time. Have we? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you really sure? I am. So, and we're gonna have to partner with like a. Um... A convenience, like a side convenience store, like your Wawa's and your Seven Elevens. Gonna have to pick one and work one. I guess Cheats. I've never been in one, but supposedly they operate cheats. in the same space. We're gonna. Have you ever? Have you ever gotten like a a, a a parfait or like a yogurt with granola or something where the the two parts of the quick service snack are separated into two discrete components that you can then mix one into the other? I'm sorry. Quick quick service snack. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's a anyway. technical term. Sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Or like the. I've the, I've gotten I've gotten from Wawa the the pudding cup with the Oreos and the gummy worms. Perfect. Exactly what I'm getting at, except not that much like a parfait. It's perfect. But. Um, so here's what we do: we sell a product that has three discrete components. Okay, and I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. First one has our hummus powder filled falafel balls okay second has uh milk enough of it and and it has enough open space so that you can appropriately mix the hummus balls or the the yeah the hummus falafel falafel balls balls. into the yeah and then eat them as you normally would Mm -hmm. and as you said what you're left with is hummus right oh you put you put the pretzel chips in the thermal and you know what you got there? You got breakfast and lunch. That's it. I'm clapping for the audience who can't mm-hmm. see me. And it doesn't just have to be pretzels. We can have one with pita chips. We can have one, one with all your, your your vegetables and your fruits. Yeah, your little we can carrots have... and your fr- wait fruits. What fruits? Huh? Fruits. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I thought of another another twist on this uh, classic, you know, uh, a breakfast treat mm-hmm. while we were talking. Um, what's the way that you usually eat falafel? With my mouth. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. In ball form? But how are they, you know, are they, are they in something? My mouth? <laughs> oh my god. Are you talking about like in a pita or like Yeah, a in a pita pocket. Okay. In a pita pocket. You get mini pita pockets full of mini falafels and you put them in your milk. Oh, that seems hard. And you got a little, little, little yogurt drizzle sauce over the top? Not, do you gotta go for that tahini? It's all about the tea. You know what we could do? We could just like fill a cardboard box with some chickpeas and call it cereal. <laughs> I don't see why we couldn't do that. Are they dry? Uh, I don't know. Did you pour milk in them or not? Uh, new idea. New idea. Why don't... Okay. Remember before I said I didn't want to compete with all the heavy cereal hitters? With General Mill. Because it's it's an established industry and... Or Kellogg from Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to compete with a a fictional character. Um, Good, you can't. God knows I don't want to get into a fistfight with Tony the Tiger. (laughs) Or tweet him. Uh, Anyway. I lost. We're good. Um... Why don't we create the next cereal box? Like design? 
Or are you talking like, like structurally, uh, not like like the pictures in the front or the the junior jumbles on the back, but like like literally structurally, the new one. And what we do is we sell the cereal and the milk side by side in that discrete compartment setup that we were discussing before. Then we can take. So it's kind of like it's kind of like. Hmm? It's kind of like one of those like fire yogurts that all all the radios these days with kids where you got like the, the the yogurt on the left and the goop on the right and you pour the goop on the yogurt. Yeah, or like fun dip. It's just That's like not where I was going. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, there are a but lot sure, of, like fun dip. There are a lot of foods and candies and snack ideas where things are just sold in discrete compartments. It's not that's not that original of a concept, but it's never been applied to cereal this way before. Except it has. Damn it. What? <laughs> do you remember the the um the cereal bars? I do. So for our listeners who maybe don't, they were like they were sort bad. of like granola bars with three dis- three different layers. The top, the outer two layers were both your Fruit Loops or your Krispies, Honey Nut Cheerios. I think was one probably. I don't know. Uh, and then in the middle was this. The only thing I can compare it to is it looked sort of like an Oreo cream, even though it wasn't. But it was supposed to be the milk that was like it was in milk. the cereal. According to the branding. I don't know what he, it was, milk paste? It's milk. Uh, and you know what else this reminded me of? There have been some whack innovations in the cereal industry. Do you remember cereal straws? No, actually, I don't. What is that? I want you to imagine a, a big, thick milkshake straw or like a bubble tea straw. And you use that to suck the milk out of your bowl, and it tastes like Fruit Loops because your straw was actually made of Fruit Loops. So I, I used to have a, cere- a set of cereal balls when I was a kid that were plastic, and they had a straw on the rim, and you could just like use that to drink the milk when you're done, mm-hmm. which I think is like better. It yeah, but you don't get that flavor though. What if we had cereal cartridges for a setup like that, where you could change the flavor of the bowl? That way you can mix and match your cereals too. Like you just had a big bowl of Cocoa Puffs, but you're really craving some Lucky Charms. Mm. Swap out our convenient, uh, proprietary Lucky Charm straw peripheral. Go to town. Oh, peripheral. Mm-hmm. Per- peripheral. Yeah. Okay. That's how um, that's how that word is pronounced. Straw cereal. I, I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta send you one of these because. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're probably a better person for. Uh, do you want Fruit Loops or Cocoa Krispies? I want Cocoa Krispies. All right. Um, I feel like we've we've relatively fleshed out. Uh, oh, okay. So it's it's like a cookie that you just like <laughs> suck out of. Mm. I guess. It looks like he's dunking it in like Dunkaroo cream. Dunkaroo's another food that came in two different pieces. It's sort of like cereal too, but not. I'm I'm starting because it's just frosting. Yeah, oh yeah, that that yeah. Uh, I'm starting to get concerned. There are a lot of foods that come in different parts. Maybe we should be doing like if we really want to innovate, we should be doing the opposite. What if we sold Dunkaroos where the frosting and the cookies were already mixed in with each other? What if we sold Fun Dip where this your saliva, <laughs> the candy stick, and the sugar powder are all already mixed in together? So okay, okay, okay. Let me let me take that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you when you buy Fun Dip, mm-hmm. you don't just go to the store and buy it because no. this is like Fun Dip, like for millennials, the new generation. Yeah, it's called Fun Dip, the new generation. Funner Dip? No, Fun Dip, the new generation. Sorry, sorry, sorry to know about you, but Fun Dip, the new generation. 
if you insist. So what you do is mm-hmm. you send away for your fund of the next generation. And is this can can I can I try? Can I guess? <laughs> you may guess. Is this going to be like a like a twenty three and me where you you have to swap your mouth? And you spit in the cup, and then they send they, they dip the fun dip stick in the spit, and then they put that in the bag with the fun dip, and they shake it up, and then they mail it back to you. I'm not sure that's legal. Does the no? FDA you sign a waiver. In, does the FDA have to get involved after your saliva has been added as an ingredient? I don't know what the FBI has to do with anything. FDA. Yeah, FBI. Mm, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Um. Anyway, my my concern is that your saliva is actually considered an ingredient now of a food product that is being sold to you, so we would have to not market it that way. But you've agreed to eat your own saliva when you've sent you, off for, you for agree, fund you of the next generation. Eat it. Just because just because I buy an entire family size bag of Doritos for myself doesn't mean I have like a pact with the cashier that I'm going to consume all of them immediately once I get home. Well, so happens, my fund of the next generation contract that you've made with 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 funded um wonka makes funded i think yes um yes. you've agreed that 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 you consent to your spit being in the food before you eat it idea okay, okay. hit me hmm. i just don't think this is profitable are you sure are you really sure what if we sold food that once you bought it you had to eat it Oh, I guess there's a, um, like a very, um, like ecologically friendly and like minimize, like anti-consumerist and consumptionist spin. Anti-food waste. Yeah. Like you're you're taxed for all your wort. Do you know about wort? No. Okay, so let me let me let me back up and give you context here. Um, when I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. In middle school, we went to this thing called Nature's Classroom, mm-hmm. which is this camp in Massachusetts, I think, maybe? I don't know. Um, and every day we had to do the ORT report, which was like, how much food did you waste? And wasted food is called ORT. And you're trying to reduce how much you wasted by the end of camp, so you would, well, end the week, which was like camp, so that you would have little as little ORT as possible. Sure. Like learn about food waste. <laughs> sure. Why was it called ORT? ORT? I don't know. I mean, let me Google it and find out. Um, oh, it's an archaic English word for any kind of waste, apparently. That's just it. Sure. I don't know if I believe that, but all right. I'm not sure I do either. Uh, okay, so... Can I transition? Please do. Trick I question. Do. We've... Uh, as is evidently typical, been talking about food a lot, uh-huh. um, and I I like the results that we've come up with. There's a lot of stuff that I think I can meditate on, and I can chew on, and I can savor and extract the flavor and figure out if there's anything else I want to put in my mouth. You consider that flavor? Yes, I want to consider another genre of hobby. Okay. Uh, and I want to talk to you about sports. Oh, great! Our natural pastime. Our natural pastime. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what I said. It's the only renewable resource in the entire country it will keep going as long until the sun burns out even when humans are long gone even, even before that the gridiron will still be there 
what you've done before the sun breaks out. Um, so first things first, in my investigation, uh, I found that there is a curling club within public transport transportation distance from me, and their new season starts tomorrow. You should join. I should. The problem is it's really expensive to join, but oh. they do have a couple of, uh, like, sort of open curling 101 days, and I'm going to sign up for the first one that they have because I think it sounds kind of interesting. How, how much does it cost? Uh, it's uh, the 101, or, like, the, the intro thing's, like, 50 bucks. It's an actual club, so in order to, like, long-term use the courts? <laughs> Rinks? Rinks. Rinks. Let's go with lanes. Lanes? Um, in order to use the lanes, you have to like be a member and pay your dues and such and such and such. Uh, I'm I'm excited though. I think I think it's going to be interesting. There's also an archery range just to the west of campus. Um, that seems dangerous. Well, I mean, I would be firing, not not being on the receiving end of. But like, you're shooting towards campus. No, 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 no. Well, actually, I can't prove you're not. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what direction. And longbows can go pretty far. You know, I've seen, I've seen the, I played the Yu-Gi-Oh! War of the Roses game. Did you? Is that, I did actually. Is that a sport? Can it I play that be. competitive? Is what it's is a sport? PS2. What is a sport? Is anything you can do competitively with other people a sport? I think it's any game where you call each other sport. Is reading The Great Gatsby a sport? Sure, sure is sport. <laughs> Um, so, so those are two sports or activities that already exist. Sportivities. Sportivities. Uh, I had an idea earlier and I wrote it down. Just one. Um, and I was thinking you could, you could help me with it. I'm going to give you the direct quote. Sports with more teams competing simultaneously than they normally do. Sports with more I is want a good name you. For a podcast? What <laughs> if your name's Mort? <laughs> if both names are Mort. What is a soccer game going to look like if three teams are fighting against each other? What about four? What about five? Is it Follow the same question. game? Is it different? Follow up question. Uh-huh. How many balls in play? Exactly. I hadn't even. I hadn't even like remotely considered that. Is it still doubles tennis if you have three sets of two competing? Yes, actually. Yes, it is. In regular doubles tennis, there are four people in the court. But you get my... What's the net going to look like? Is it a triangle? Is it a little tiny starburst? In high school, and I just... I did not... I, I just remembered this. We played four-way volleyball all the time. So I think the most practical way for, for soccer to work, for, uh, for football... How many work. teams first? This is... It's critical. And end teams doesn't matter. Ooh, you put all the goalies and all the nets uh-huh. in the middle of the field in a ring. Interesting. That that you're gonna have like new like you know in in soccer you have the striker and you have the midfielder and the boycotter. And the and the city. Um, there's a what's the, and the, the union striker man. and the, the the slider and the swiper and the 
singer. And the You're goalie gonna... and the goaler. The 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 goalist. The golem. Uh, no, you're going to have all these new weird positions Single. because the field is inherently different. Let me right, tell you, you have uh, mm-hmm. you have like the, the ring man who runs around the ring. Yeah, does every team... How many the ring men? There, there's like different concentric ring men right. for each team. Like out, outfielders. It's, gonna, it's like, a, it's like uh, an outdated diagram of electrons orbiting the center of an atom. There you go. Got that, uh, got that Bohr model colliding into each other soccer. and grabbing their, knee, <laughs> their knees because they tripped or something. Uh, right. I do like that. I do like boar soccer. Um, <laughs> I, soccer? I like the no. I like the idea of uh, four teams and it takes place on pretty much a regular soccer field except there are two goals on each end. So you're saying there's four teams mm-hmm. one soccer field. Mm-hmm. That's not even four entire soccer teams. What? Four teams. No, 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 no. Four teams. Right. Uh, I've been hearing teams. T- 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 M as in... Oh, God. What's the phonetic alphabet? M as in McDonald's. No. That's not the phonetic alphabet for the letter M. M as in NATO. Yeah. Is that it? It's the NATO alphabet. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that... Yeah, well, the first letter of the, like, English alphabet isn't alphabet. Is it? Yes. (laughs) We we just discovered the hidden 27th letter of the English alphabet. Ampersand, you mean? Hmm? Ampersand? Actually, um, did you know there are only 26 letters in the alphabet but one of them is alphabet uh w we just it's not it's, just, a, it's, it's yeah. not its own <laughs> yeah it's that's two two letters that are already the same it's letter we already have that one uh that that's a good one what so like when you put two u's together it makes the was sound they're really v's but we'll give them the benefit of the doubt for the moment what about like double l Okay, we know what sound that one makes because other languages have it. Because of... What about... Here. Yeah. Double B. Um, What what sound does it make? Wait, no. (laughs) It makes makes me cry. What? That's, um... Is that why we don't see it uh, used in any words? Maybe... (laughs) yeah that's why um except for blubbering because it's like you know it sounds like you're drowning when you say that word blubbering yeah i don't know what drowning sounds like or like 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 you're blowing bubbles into water oh okay i suppose um anyway uh so Soccer was really the one that I was thinking about when I was talking about this multi-team sport. Um, are there any other ones you think might be interesting? Like, like, could you have two bowlers bowling in the same like lane at the same moment? And they're like bumper bowlers. Oh my god! You have to start picking your bowling ball for its like attack properties. <laughs> yeah, it's, it becomes like 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 Beyblades. 
yeah, it becomes just a lot heavier, more expensive Beyblades. And there's 20 pins. Well, up to... Wait, not up to. At least 20 pins. Yeah, sure. Can they be in a three-dimensional pyramid? Up, as well as... I don't out? see why not. Cool. Uh, we'll have to figure out how to do that. Also, now that I think about bowling, <laughs> that's not that big of a deal. Because if you get the ones underneath, you're pretty much going to get the ones that are stacked on top of them see, anyway. See, well, the, the, the hard part is the lanes are so narrow, right? you got to, like, jockey. You can't really do that unless you actually have bumpers up, and I think yeah. that we should have them. Cause that makes I think so we much should, more too. Sense. You're going to have so much more, like, offensive capability. Can you put, like, loops and, like, banks curves? You know what we do? Curves. No, banks no, no. Cur- tur- curves. We we use double wide lanes with the same pin structure, or we we sort of take that ratio and make it bigger, so that like there are the bumpers and you're never going to hit the gutter, but there's still a lot of open space on the sides. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to push your opponent into those so that you get the pins. Or what we could do is you make the pins like uh, like you, you ever play Zelda? Um, some of them. Ocarina of Time. Yes. You know the shooting galleries with the yes. loops. Yeah, yeah. They pop up and down. Mm-hmm. Do that. The pins. Uh, that's that's weird though. So, <clears throat> where do we want the complexity of the game? Do we want it the the sort of the cerebral cerebral mental? You're trying to outwit your opponent. Do we want it to be bowling chess? I was I, thinking like BPP. You thinking what? Yeah, BPP. BPP the class yeah you think complexity yeah oh yeah no one's gonna get okay. that joke. there was that there was that joke there was no one's gonna get that joke i got you i got you no one listening to this got you but nope. i did that's what matters well not, no um, one listened to it but but yeah do you do you want it to be more of a thought game or do you want it to be like reflex driven because if we have the the pins coming up and popping up that's going to be very reaction timing but um let, let's make it a man's game what is that? What is that? It's it's 2017. Yeah. What does that? What does that mean? Yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. What is it? It's yeah. a man's game, Richie. Come on. Huh? Look, if you don't know. I'm asking. Yeah, if you don't know, you have to ask. I know. I I I know. I, there you go. You could. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Bowling. I think bowling worked out. I think bowling worked out. What uh? What do you got? What sports you was? What you sporting? Sport. How about how about World Series of Poker? Do you? Mm. You got like everyone's trying to hold the, uh, like the cards and, and choose bets. Because hmm. like there are no teams in that, right? I don't think. Like tell me, tell me, McGuire is not on a team with Dan Bilzerian. No, or whatever. That's that's my hang-up. There aren't teams, and if you just add new people to the table, you just have more people playing poker. No, 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 no. Yes. No. no. You do have more people playing poker, but you add teams to the game. Like you create teams, so you got like you know Tobey Maguire and like uh, um. Can I, can I, 
Can I interject? Uh, what, uh, what, uh, French, French steward. And, and they're on a team together, and they're trying to hold cards and like, uh, uh, and okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. They're sitting next to each other, and their uh, arms and legs are duct taped to each other. Okay. So they can only use the outer ones. Okay. You know. Okay. So you're imagining kind of like a three-legged race, but with your arms for poker. It's it's like a yeah you know. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, poker requires a lot of, you know, coordination. You gave me an idea. And checking. Business business idea. Right. We sell a suit. Okay, I want you to mentally in your your head picture picture a suit, picture an outfit, picture like a morph suit, right? All right. I want you to cut that morph suit down the middle. Which which, which way? Uh, uh, vertically, the dorsal, okay. toe to tip, and I want you to, to to make it so that the wrong sides are touching each other, right? <laughs> yes. So the right half is on the left, and left half is on uh-huh. the right. Then what you do is you make two people each wear half of that mm-hmm. suit, mm-hmm. and what we got is we block out half of each of their bodies, so they're still a whole with a green screen. It doesn't matter. You can do sure, whatever. But but so then we can use that for this poker game. So you are still yep. one net person because half of each of you has been submitted to the void. <laughs> well, you know that's not how that works, right? Like you're not just gone. Mm. If you, uh... I've never been in a morph suit, and that's because I value my existence on this plane. I I don't think I have a good enough um, bod to wear a morph suit personally. And you don't want to get cast to another dimension and not well, be able to find your way back. If that's what happens, then no. Exactly. Have you? Did you not? Did you not know this? Why morph suits are like a scourge on, on humanity, and and they're the only way that we know how to not have a punchline to that joke. Damn it! I said this is this is uh, this is some you're on you're on thin ground here. Shaky ice. I don't think there's any ground. Um. Any, I'm not. I'm not a fan of poker because it's not a team sport. But I'm saying we make it one. It's the whole I, point. So we need to. What I'm asking is that we do two things now. We make poker a team sport, and then we put in too many teams. <laughs> Actually, this works. Divide and conquer. You can take the first one. I'll take the second one. I like it. I think we can circle back on that. Okay. Much like boar suck. <laughs> I, I keep on saying boar soccer, um, which is not what I want. Not what anyone wants. Nope. It's uh, Bravo <clears throat> soccer, not Victor soccer. Did I remember the, those two. Did you Google the alphabet? No, no. I remember them. Okay, good. I still don't remember M. Mango. Um, Monsanto. No, I don't think that's it. Mexico? Is it Mexico? It could be Mexico. I don't think so. No? This is this is Mexico Concert. No, it's not. Then give me another sport. Or another bit. <laughs> uh, all the bits I have are really short, <laughs> is the problem. Or we talk about two skulls. <laughs> is that the fallback bit? No, because I, I want to talk about it at some point, but it's kind of a long thing. It, it is. 
It is. We should just keep hinting at it for a few episodes, and then everyone will be like, what are they talking about? And then we'll eventually get to it, like, okay, 100 episodes in. Um, I have another bit, if you want to move on. Sure, hobbies. move on. Uh, so... I was again. This is. I think this is a. It's a transition episode, right? Because I'm transitioning into a new new place, and a lot of. I'm on vacation. You're transitioning into a new job. Exactly. Uh, I was at uh, another orientation, and they were telling us how they offered us services to help us navigate the world of arcane medical insurance. Oh, wait. Is that what it's called? No, they, they they meant arcane as like an adjective just for how confusing and complex it is. But I think you I only see... want occult medical insurance. Um, so this is this is my thing. I in in like a fantasy world, in like like a D and D or a Pathfinder or something. How does how does medical insurance work when healing is provided from it, it's like channeled through people from divine deities? What does that system look like? So, like, like I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't heal you. I follow a different god, and you're out of my network. You have a pre-existing condition. You know, you, you already had um, uh, drain charisma on you <laughs> when you came to this temple. Exactly. Yeah, but I came, I came to you to help me get it fixed. And actually, so uh, in these kind of games, usually, unless it's someone you know or like someone you're friends with or something, you have to pay to have those services done. Uh, I think there's probably like a legitimate in-game way that you could create an entire health service system, uh, health insurance system based on that. So I have, I have a thought too, which mm-hmm. is that um, if you had a big enough party of just clerics, mm-hmm. Couldn't you like break the healthcare economy in like Galarian? Sure. Why not? Like you go around offering free healthcare to everybody. I guess. Mm, and just destroy everything. This is not going anywhere fast. Like your your party takes on whatever the equivalent of big pharma is in wherever. Yeah. Huh. That seems like a very intrigue-driven, not a very combat-driven thing. Uh, um, I just, I think it would be interesting. I think if I ever did, like, run my own game, that may be something that I could, could try and incorporate. Or we could, uh, we have a, we, we each have a friend who's working on his own role-playing system. I'm going to propose this. We each have a friend who's working on his own role-playing system. Different friends. Doing? Not the same. Doing? No. Okay, I didn't know if you had you knew someone else. Uh, I know no one else. Mm. That's really that's really interesting though. Now that I think about it, like, like the the whole idea of being out of network really works when you are getting your divine powers from different gods and different alignments. I can't heal you because you're chaotic neutral and I'm lawful good. I'm sorry. Look, it's not you. It's me. You're gonna have to pay out of pocket. So yeah, that was something. Well, okay, okay. So you know, like, uh, sometimes dental or 
vision aren't necessarily included in your health insurance package, right? Do you have sure. to like? Do Do you have to? Is it going to cost more to insure myself against necromancy? <laughs> I I assume so. Can like can I get like low light vision? No, that's not included, sir. You have to you have to go to the go to the op- opticare down the street for how that. Do you, how do you how do you think health insurance works? <laughs> I don't know. You, you it's like a buff. Really, you can't really sign up and then like ask for new eyes. No, no, it's like a buff that you get. You know, dark, oh, okay. dark vision, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. But you can't get it because it's like not in your life. <laughs> hmm. I think there's there's untapped potential there. Just Much like tap magic cards are untapped. Um. I had one more. It's not really a bit. It's more okay. of a game. Uh, each of us count down from three and say the name of a classic board game, and then we try and merge them into one. Okay, hold on. Let me, uh, give, me, give, me give me a second. Just like think of a, a couple. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a few down too. Um, let's do that. I I we are gonna have a, a clash at some point. <laughs> I've already, I've already, I've already got it. Uh, all right. Ready? Okay. It's gonna be three, two, one, and then we say it. All right. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. Twister. Rock paper scissors. Okay. <laughs> Left rock on red. Whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Buy me dinner first. <laughs> That seems impractical for. I guess this isn't really a board game, but. Let's well, there's a board game. There's a board involved. Um, loosely. How is this going to work? Um, associate- so I feel like this is actually practical. Like you, you, you. Like you, you shoot for the for the. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. The the rock, paper, winner, and then you have to. No, here's a better one. You spin the thing. You put your hands and your feet down. And then if your hands and feet are adjacent, okay. you have to rock, paper, scissors. Okay. And then whoever wins gets to move their hand over the other one. And you like... I think whoever swap. wins... Whoever wins doesn't have to use, like keep that limb down. Whoever yeah. loses has to keep it on the, the twister board. Uh, also, it's going to be wild watching people try and play rock, paper, scissors with their feet doesn't really work if you're being honest you gotta find a way i like that i like that much like life you want to do another let's do another all right i got, I got mine are you you good i'm, I'm good all right three two one connect four. Tic-tac-toe. okay okay wait a minute that, that works a little bit <laughs> mine's just a slightly more <laughs> rule filled version of yours kind of yeah the board is bigger Unless uh, all your tokens have a color and an O. Uh, does it? <laughs> nope. Nope. You only need. Well, okay. All your tokens have either a, have a color and either an O or an X. My problem there was that if, like, you were red and O, all of your pieces were red and had O's on them. No, 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 no. Your pieces are either red and red and O, or red and X. Are you, wait, are you okay? Are you talking about four-person twister tactile, or, or, 
all of your pieces are in in a, in a blind bag that you can't see, and when it's your turn, you have to pick one out. It's either going to have an O or an X on it. You you are red, and all your pieces are red, but you're also O. And so you got to make sure when you put that down, you're not lining up three X's because you're going to lose. Ooh, there you go. That's the way you do it. Because it's like a sort of like random, like you, you sunk on a battleship kind of deal. Damn, battleship would have been a good one. Oh, uh, it would have been. Uh, okay. Oh, you, you just gave me another one now. And I, I like this one. I like this one. You you, you want another? Want another? Can, uh, yeah, sure. I honestly, I'm having enough fun doing this that I think we could ride out the rest of the show doing it. Probably, yeah. Um, okay, ready? Yep. Three, two, one, risk. Mancala. Oh. It's a deep cut. I, it, from it, from third grade. It's a deep cut. Uh, I, I was exposed to it through Club Penguin. I don't remember how you play it. Just uh, <laughs> <you>, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I imagine it's something to do with like you. You can scoop up the little little, little gems, mm. and those are your risk. Uh, like your risk roll for the for the turn. You know. Ooh, ooh! I have an idea. So, so uh, the way. Mancala works is that there are two like large pits on the ends and then a bunch of smaller ones that are a track between them in a big loop uh, and whoever has more pieces in their big one on their end wins the game. What if like you said the little stones that you're using are your risk pieces but what you do is you play a game in Mancala in the beginning and the the pieces that you get in your your pit at the end are the pieces that you now get to arrange for your army. Right that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, I think that's how you do it. Maybe, maybe you're gonna lose out on some frontline soldiers, but you got that general though. Yeah, like, like all the uh, okay, and also like the little little side little side bins. Yeah. So all the bins are a region mm-hmm. on the risk board, mm. and you can get more, more, more little crystals in different bins to get more like Oceania troops, or whatever. Now that I think about this, I was thinking of some way of like, what if battles were like conducted on on these these weirdly laid out loops of holes and pits? You're gonna have a lot of traitors at the end of each one joining the other side. If like you walk away with them, or I guess like ones that aren't your own could just die, but that's morbid. PWs. catch them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, and then that's interesting too, because you could get into another fight and you could re- recapture, or I guess free the prisoners that were caught on the other side. That one worked out better than I expected. Yeah, honestly, uh, not, not gonna lie, I think it could be it could be played around with. Uh, I got one, I got one I want. You got one you want? Uh, hold on. Okay. Okay, got it. Okay, right. three, two, one. Snakes and ladders. Yahtzee. <sighs> you got a cup. Uh huh. Full of snakes. <laughs> and that's it. Can, please, can that just be it? <laughs> and a bunch of ladders on a board. And when you and you shake someone... snakes up, and you throw them on the board, <laughs> and wherever the, their, cor- their snake corpses land, can, can I... is where the ladders or the shoots are. A cup full of snakes that when you hand it to someone else and they open it, they scream Yahtzee. <laughs> they just weren't prepared. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. Um, or I mean, I guess you could just like 
roll the Yahtzee cup and then whatever your sum total is use that to progress through the board but that's less interesting yeah, that make it a real game honestly yeah. and I don't want that no I actually it's it's breaking with the the, the method that we're using um, you know Liar's Dice uh, no I don't uh, it was the game they played in the one Pirates of the Caribbean movie where you have everyone starts with five dice and then you you shake them and you flip them but only you see what the results of the roll are and you sort of have to place bets so um you can either go up in the total number of dice you're claiming or face up or go up in the value of those dice so someone could start out their bet with i'm claiming that i have three threes and the next person either has to completely like fold or or, or call that person out i think or they can bet that they have four threes because it's one more three than the other person or they could bet that they have three fours because the number itself is higher. The point okay. is, every round, you, like your bets keep getting more and more unrealistic until someone calls someone else's bluff. Sure. What if we played Yahtzee that way? Where I don't remember how you play Yahtzee either, <laughs> frankly. Uh, so in Yahtzee, you have five dice. You roll them. Um, uh, you put them in the Yahtzee cup. You flip them upside down. And you have a score sheet that has a bunch of sort of goals to aim for. So there's like the straight, the, the, the large straight, which you're going to have either one two three four five or two three four five six um or the small straight which is only like four sequential numbers or a yahtzee which is all five and there are a bunch like that it's sort of like poker hands i guess there's the full house and, and all that stuff and then there's also uh, each digit so you can get a certain number of points for all the sixes that you roll or all the fives that you roll but the thing is you can only claim each one of those once throughout the whole game so, okay um so if you claim your twos on a time when you rolled three twos, then in the next round, if you get four twos, you can't do that because uh, you already knocked twos off. So you have to claim something else. Anyway, Yahtzee, except we have this weird lying component to it where you're like making claims on what your Yahtzee roll is and your like your opponent has to up it. Where are the snakes? This was, this was not snake. There are snakes in the cup. <laughs> I think any board game that we're talking about is improved by snakes. Twister with snakes? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Risk with snakes? Why do you think they call it risk? <laughs> um, you, uh, game of uh, life? I'm putting um, uh, tic-tac-toe. I'm going to put an X in the middle of the space. You can't do that. There's a snake there. <laughs> Those are the Ouroboros that the snake of the snake gets eaten his tail. Um... I, I think that's I'm I'm satisfied actually with that idea. I think our like like content for the week is adding snakes to every board game. It's pretty good. It's pretty good content. I'm I'm pretty satisfied with that actually. All right. Uh, let's uh let's let's wrap up. I got some some content to leave the audience with uh, some, today. Some content nibbles. Yeah, a little little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Do you think the movie is named after somebody named Batman v Superman? I do. I got a little bit too. Real quick. What's what's your best little bit? My little bit. Uh, when I, back when I was a kid and I was playing Pokemon Sapphire, I had a bat a box like you know Pokemon box where you store your Pokemon. It was called Bubble, and it was just completely filled with Azurals. I don't know why. That's a little bit. Um, 
I'm so sorry. No, it was fine. I got Mudkip also, too, but that one was at least cold. Also, wait, you said Pokemon... Sapphire. Sapphire. Okay, never mind. I thought you said Crystal. No. I would have corrected you because Azuril doesn't exist then, but no. You're right. Trifax? Trifax. Um, Alright, this was content. And still is content. Still, Yeah, still is for now. Uh, I am Richie. I'm... Me. Mm-hmm. He's David. I guess he doesn't want to say his name this episode. Uh, thank you for listening. No, I don't. We'll be back whenever we're back. And uh, stay frosty, my friends. Or or don't. Stay toasty. Stay toasty, my friends. Stay, well, it's like yeah. autumn. Where you stay moderate, my friends. It's August. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's almost autumn. Stay moderate. Don't go for the extremes. Mm-hmm. All right. Good night. Good night. If you're listening at night.